Oh, there it goes. Everybody, watch out and look up. It's Keep Up with Stoven Sane. Welcome to the show. I'm with the rest of my Keep Up crew. Here are my comrades and cohorts. I got Pokemon Stoner. I got John of All Trades. I got NS Context. And I got our special guests. Let's get into some motherfucking shout outs. What's your profanity? It's time for some motherfucking shout outs. All right. Giggity. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Don't want to get sued by fucking uh, Mr. Seth MacFarlane. Actually, that's, yeah, that's his name, right? Yeah, here we go. Uh, we have a special guest this week, and we'll get into her more pause. We won't, we won't get into her like that, but we will get into <laughs> the crux of who she is and what she does and why she's famous in our lives. But first, let's shout out. A person who makes really, really cool lighters, really cool weed trays. You can catch her on Etsy. You can catch her on Instagram. It's at Herb Ting. H-E-R-B, the herb, dot Ting, T-I-N-G. Check her out. Uh, she has great uh, great content on her Instagram. Like I said, she has other Instagram pages, uh, Refresh. That's like a magazine type of page. She's a big fan of Rihanna. She's Jamaican and she's super duper cute. So let's shout out our second person. And usually it is just our guest. And our guest this week is Floritza Gomez. Her Instagram handle. I don't know why I can't remember it. I simply am underscore floor. It's actually blown up the last few, uh, the last year. And uh, she's been killing it. I used to consult with her very minimally, very minimally on the social media. And then she took off by herself and has been killing it, killing it on the social media, killing it with the whole 30, killing it with Dominican style food, ingredients, recipes, you name it. She has great ingredients, great culture behind it. We have a, lo- a, a, a common love for Frida Kahlo. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Tell us more about yourself. Just a little bit. We'll get more into who you are, but give us a little bit before we get into the politics. Oh, this is like the banger question. Tell us about yourself. Tell us us how, you know what? Forget that. Tell how we met. Oh, we met through a mutual friend. How long has it been now? Like, it's been like like 15 years. 15, yeah. I want to say, like 15. I think like 2007, 2006. Yeah, yeah, hey. yeah. Like oh, almost God. 15 years. Um, <laughs> Too long. That's a long time. Damn. It's and time, time to recycle. No, I'm joking. Devendra motherfucking Singh. That is a mutual friend that I went to college with. You went to Thomas Edison, right? You guys went to uh, no, no. We just I just oh, knew him ex. through another, yeah, through his ex. Uh, oh, his ex went to Thomas Edison. No, his ex did not go to Thomas Edison. Thomas Edison was not ever a part of the company. You know what, guys? Uh, the vendor used to stand wait, outside wait, wait, of- history. So just believe my version of events. <laughs> no, okay. I was so wrong. Continue, continue. I was wrong. The vendor used to stand outside schools. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that? Oh, and they just handed him a degree. Like, is and that they what they just, I, just I, like, here you go. Like, just go away. You look homeless. Stop, stop making the school like, like, like making the school look bad, bro. Like, honorary degree. No, I'm joking. He was a really good tennis player. He actually, was a good student. 
but as far as trying to pick up uh, the ladies, it seems that he was uh, he was a stalker. Right, <laughs> Steve's like he was. Uh, what, what's that show called? I never seen it. Took you, right? It should be called. De- oh man, you season one and two. Oh man, <laughs> see what was season dev? Season dev. But anyway, we can't we can't joke on him too much. He's not here to, to defend. I know himself. he's not here to defend himself. But yeah, right? so we met through him that long ago, and your laugh has been contagious since then. Here we are. <laughs> On a well, show. Well, you know, it still is contagious. You're right. So put on a face mask. That's all you got to <laughs> do, that, man. Uh, all right. So let's get into the politics. What the fuck was that? What the fuck happened? All right. The Corona van. Corona caravan. Now, since we last spoke, Trump is still alive. And not only is he alive, he's contagious. He's a contagion now. He caught COVID at, excuse me, the Rose, uh, I believe the Rose Garden while he was uh, speaking about the nominee, Amy Comey Barrett. We have to apologize for that. Excuse me, a little gassy too. I have to apologize for the gas. We have to apologize for that. We got RG, RBG wrong. We got Ruth Bader Ginsburg wrong. And we also got Amy Barrett Coleman. Uh, Amy Comey Barrett. Wow, I'm still fucking it up. Amy Comey Barrett. We got those incorrect uh, part of Supreme Court news. Can't mess that up. Legendary figures. Got to do better. So, uh, yeah. So he was at that ceremony. He was also at a fundraiser in New Jersey. Uh, There were some reports that he actually even had a buffet. And that's against Jersey CDC rules. So he's probably going to get a bunch of lawsuits from this. And on top of that, he went to Walter Reed Hospital act when he caught the virus, stayed there only for the weekend, came back. Now, the reason why I say caravan is because he decided to take a little wraparound tour around uh, the hospital where a bunch of his fans, you know, they, they had signs and they were showing their tits and shit. I love you. Tits for Trump. Tits for Trump. And so he he waved and he was like, I'm still alive, guys. Cut, cut, cut. I'm still alive. <laughs> but the uh, the Secret Service was in there. The Secret Service was still in there. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. And now he's back at the White House with limited staff and he's still infecting people. And he had his personal physician just say that he's like good to go. And then on top of that, uh, the next debate was canceled. I believe it was supposed to be October. I forgot. It was soon. (laughs) It was within this month. Obviously, there's another one after it. And it was a town hall style. And Trump refused because he didn't want to go virtual. And the election committee did go virtual and he did not want that. He didn't want to waste time doing that. How do you guys feel about that? How do you feel about your president in chief being now with the, the most infected country in the world now has a president with the disease with the virus touch on that. <laughs> a long time coming. Trump wanted to be number one. So now he's number one in virus. Right. Balansara was winning. He was winning, man. He was winning the COVID battle. Not only did his uh, his country top five in Corona catchings and deaths, but he had the virus too. Balansara, he made a claim that um, he was an athlete. And so if he caught it, that he would be able to battle it like Because <laughs> his immune system would be so superb. Exactly. Exactly. That's exactly. not how science works. No, no, but we know that tyrants and uh, populist tyrants uh, do not subscribe to t- science. 
I will say this again. Uh, our president has tried to say that uh, in order to battle hurricanes, we should throw nukes at them. He also said in order to prevent forest fires that we should rake the leaves better uh, for forest management. He has said all types of things that, divide, uh, that is uh, defied science, climate change. We don't know that man did that. There's all types of things. I can't even I can't even go into that. Even people in his cabinet, Ben Carson said that uh, the Egyptian pyramids were like silos. They were meant to like to keep food. Oh, yeah, yeah. He used oh. to be the top, he used to be the top brain surgeon in the country. He used to be the now now with no experience in uh, in housing development. He is uh, the HUD. He is in charge of <laughs> urban development. Yeah, that's great. That's usually for city planners. I, we, I have a friend that's <laughs> a city planner, and that's not for surgeons. But for Trump and this uh, virus thing, they said that he used stem cells, which the only yeah. way you can get stem cells is if you board a baby. But if you leave, if you make abortion le- legal, you can't get stem cells. So therefore, he's going against his Christian people. That's right. That's right. Pence and his base. You're right. The uh, religious right, uh, the alt-right religious right. They do not believe in stem cell research because they do not believe in abortions. They do not believe in any type of body parts being uh, extracted from that. Take that Christopher Reeves. Uh, No, they don't like that, man. Also, it's also kind of, wow, I just lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah. It's separation (laughs) of church and state. So anything based off religious beliefs is going against the Constitution. So banning abortion because of religion is against church and state separation. Banning abortion because of religious belief. It's a law based off religious belief. Anything based off religion is technically uh, unconstitutional. So therefore, abortion should be legal. Gay people should be legal. And like gay (laughs) marriage and all that shit. Yeah, people are dumb. You de-layered this. Plus, aren't aren't we a capitalistic society? Wouldn't you want their money? So you're like pushing away their money and shit? This is true, man. This is true, man. But no, a lot of dumb. Well, the reason why conservatives, uh, well, the fundamental conservatives, ones that you can actually have a conversation with, uh, they believe they do not believe against. So in their personal lives, they believe in pro-life. They believe nobody should have abortions. But where most of their fight comes from is they do not believe that it should be federal law. They should believe that because they're conservatives, they believe in the Constitution that it should be state by state, which technically they should. But like I said on one of the other episodes, there were women taking hangers and Clorox. It was an epidemic. Jumping yep. upstairs. Yeah, exactly. So it was a natural emergency. And so women were in desperate need of legal, yeah, of legal help. So like I said, it was done dirty. Even in Roe versus Wade, they had they had a woman, uh, I forgot her name. We should look that up actually. Uh, that was uh, used as a pawn, and now she has her own special that I need to see. I think it's on Hulu or Amazon Prime, and uh, it actually shows that she is pro-life now and that she realizes that she was used as a pawn. So they did it really dirty. They did it really dirty to pass that law, but thank God. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. Uh, what, sorry, uh, Floritza, we lost you in the shuffle. Uh, <laughs> How do you how do you feel about either any of these things? Trump uh, being infected and spreading it around, um, like uh, with Harry was saying about pro life stances within uh, Pence and the treatment that uh, Trump is getting with the stem cell uh, therapy. What what were your thoughts? If you have any thoughts, I think. Well, I'm a theorist, so a part of me is kind of like. 
does he really got the Rona though? Like, you know oh, what I mean? Okay, gotcha. No, I feel you. And I mean, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like that whole, like, the whole event at the Rose Garden, like, you just, it, it was like everybody was like, it was like a touch fest. Everybody was just touching. Like, I've never seen so much touching. Stop. I don't think anybody's touched in 2020 as much as they were touching. And supposedly he's a germaphobe. Supposedly, you know. Mr. Grab him by the is a germaphobe? I don't know. Right, exactly. <laughs> I hope you have some dental dam down there. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think it's very strategic. I mean, again, maybe he does. Like, maybe he genuinely does have, like, the Rona, which I just feel like the timing of it all is, like, so kind of alarming like it's like oh wow like you know is this really like a sympathy vote type of thing okay, what, but, uh, before we move on to the next topic what is the name of the uh, drug that he used it starts with a R. I will give you that in a moment thank you continue for it so I'm sorry and wasn't it like a what did he use bleach <laughs> I mean right that was his first recommendation but obviously I, I get that he got a mix of cocktail uh, all that good stuff. Regeneron. It sounds like a transformer. Well, just like Oracle, uh, he hooked up his friend with uh, TikTok with the cloud technology, and just like now, uh, Regeneron, uh, he that is raised up in stock prices ever since uh, they made. Seriously, it has raised up tremendously in on the stock market, and uh, that's that's where that's going. So, do you have anything else to add for it? So sorry, we have to move on. If you don't. But no, a- totally. We we are all on the same page. All right, cool. So let's uh, let's not skip, but let's let's switch it up. Because in chronological order, the VP debate happened with Kamala Harris and Mike Pence, and a fly that was in his hair. Uh, it's disgusting. It literally was in there, and he also had pink eye. It was like fucking <laughs> watching Ren and Stimpy do a debate. It was fucking nasty, man. I didn't understand that. Well, not nasty in the sense of Harris. I feel like. Harris was nasty. She was in a good way, though. She was. Don't you dare interrupt me, motherfucker. No, she, she was great. I she, was she was like so, like she was so aggressive, and he was not answering any of the questions. No, <laughs> she ducked a couple, but not as much as him. Holy shit! He ducked like uh, every single question. Holy every shit! Every single question. I don't it think was like watching Twitter. It was just watching like all Twitter points. Like yes, the worst economy of all time. Yes possibly possibly the best i've heard from others the best oh my god like I, uh, all the superlatives i'm just like god damn it's like overload of fucking moron but uh you know yeah. what we did watch that fly we did and it is it, it, it has been the mvp of the debate ever since and so like i said uh, the highlights of the night she told him not to interrupt him she ducked the question of not packing the court he ducked the question of, uh, damn, he ducked a bunch of things. The healthcare. Oh, yeah, the pre-existing conditions, taking that away with the AHA. Uh, there were just so many glibs and glad. But it was more entertaining than the Trump and Biden debate. And like I said, we're not getting the sequel. We're not getting part two. I believe we're getting part three at the near the end of the month. But, uh, yeah, did you guys enjoy it at all? Did you watch it, Harry? Or, and Florida, did You watched it, right? I mean, I watched snippets of it. Okay. But I didn't. I mean, after the presidential debate, I was I was all debated out. Because, Do you think that she won the, the bit that you saw, or he won? Um, 
mean, given that she answered some of the questions, <laughs> I'd say, yeah. Um, I feel, oh, sorry, go ahead. I'm didn't mean. I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't like, I don't know. I don't feel like there's a winner here. I don't know. I only heard about the debate because of the fly memes. That was it. I didn't know there was a, uh, a vice presidential debate. I was like, what? That happened? All I knew about no, was No, like, it was, it was, people were talking about it. There was a lot of buzz. But, like. <laughs> no pun intended. You saw what I did there? <laughs> yeah, Jeff Goldblum. I'm proud. <laughs> SNL did that on their show last night. They made a parody of Jeff Goldblum and Biden teleporting <laughs> to the debate. And he turns to a fly. And that right, whole, and who Love was that it. politician who got COVID and died like a few weeks later? I totally forgot his name. Keenan Thompson played him as a – he got reincarnated as a fly. Yo, it was hilarious. Go Keenan. We right, should so, just say uh, fly for president. Fly for president. Oh, oh someone said uh, pretty fly for a white guy, right? Like, <laughs> 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 so anyway, so I believe real quick that uh, Kamala won, but I feel like uh, – so as far as like a traditional debate, as far as like debating back and forth, getting points across, Kamala Harris won. But as far as reaching their base and amplifying their base and solidifying where they are, Pence did it. Pence did not lose his base. Harris and Biden have because they have strayed away from progressives and pretty much not the only way, but one of the biggest ways to win against the Republicans because they're going to get everybody that they, they had before. They're not going to yep. lose. They're not going to lose that many uh, voters that they had last time. No. And, and even if they tell you that, like, even if in person they tell you otherwise, they're lying. When they get to the booth, they're going to be like, no. Nah, yeah, man. that's usually the trend. Conservatives stay conservatives. Right? They'll be like, I can't uh, have the male Hillary or something. They'll tell, they'll, they'll tell you all types of bullshit. But anyway. I felt like the more they strayed away from progressives, AOC, which they should have said Alexandra Octavia-Cortez, I like the way that she corrected uh, Pence for that, because it's true. Like Nobody gives nicknames to other senators and shit like that. She doesn't deserve respect. She's been busting ass. Fuck you, fucking Pence. Anyway, so my bad. Wrap it up. Pence won in a way because, again, he told his base, yo, we're still here. We're still going to like kill, kick ass for Make America Great Again. And over on the blue side, on the Democratic side, they were just like, well, if you're Democrat, that's cool. But if you're progressive, oh, well, we're we're the New Deal, the Green Deal. I don't know the difference. Fracking. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? Like, we're going to be in unison Republicans with all that type of shit. Good luck. So, yeah, it just makes us feel that, like, you know, when Bernie lost, we lost all progressive hope because Biden is not progressive at all. So, like I said, I'm only voting for him. He was like fifth in my mind as far as like candidates. I felt like Buttigieg was better. I felt like Warren was better. Bernie was better. Tulsi Gabbard was better. There were so many better candidates. Kanye was better. Oh, yeah, word. Kanye in Wisconsin. Kanye in Florida. Kanye. <laughs> I agree. I actually agree, to be honest. He's a fucking mess. But fucking, ugh. But Trump is terrible. Trump is terrible. Anyway, so speaking of Liberate Michigan. Liberate Michigan. Trump, <laughs> Trump came out with a tweet a few weeks ago saying, Liberate Michigan. Not even a week ago, months ago, when the COVID was hitting all types of craziness. And Governor Gretchen Whitner, she has fought attacks from Twitter. And now she has fought back attacks 
there was a terrorist group that tried to kidnap her. They were following us and they were ex-fucking Navy SEALs and not SEALs. Sorry. They were ex-Navy Marines. Marines. Yeah. Marines. Marines. Like 14 of them. Thank you. Thank you. 14 Marines. Love that. Good. Florida, please touch more on that. Please. You got more on that? No, 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 I don't have a lot. I just ah. I knew those details. Like, I just... So Gretchen Whitner, she has been an adversary of Trump. No good. They do not like each other. And Trump, like I said, liberate Michigan because of all the COVID restrictions. Um, his base always takes it seriously. Um, there was le- there was uh, fucking pipe bombs that were sent one time a few years ago by a Trump supporter. There's been all types of violence. And even at the debate, even at the debate, he was like, it's only on the right. It's only on the Democratic side. It's only the Antifa, this and that. And yet you keep seeing you keep seeing this bullshit. You keep seeing people going over state lines to shoot Black Lives Matter as fucking protesters. You keep seeing this bullshit. I don't understand. I don't get it. I don't get it. I've never seen a governor. I've never seen a governor almost get kidnapped. That's never in my lifetime. It was like a whole. She was like, they're out to get me. Did you see like the the. Yeah, the one I minute. I hope it's not. Staged. I mean, I was hoping it was not staged. She said, "They're out to get me. They're out to kill me." And I was just like, oh, right, right. Like right. a whole right. governor who was like, right. at first again, I'm a theorist. So I was like, is this like a conspiracy? Like, what is going on here? Oh, um, man, but now it's like an extremist group. You said, you said so like a plot for a movie. What? What's the plot for a movie? The whole kidnapping her. Oh yeah, no. no it, it, when it you will be now, it will be now. Right. Shit, people definitely got inspired by that shit. When you see the, when you see the little like video snips of her, like it literally could be like a movie. Like the whole, the whole idea is like a movie. There, there's more people involved. Like it, the plot thickens. Like there's people in custody now. Like it's like a whole, the right. whole thing. The whole Meanwhile, thing. our president is over on the other side going. Serves you right. Should have voted for me. <laughs> anyway. What the fuck did I hear? All right. Rest in peace, Eddie Van Halen. And uh, yeah, one of the greatest guitars of all time. Great fucking band. One of the best bands of all time. Uh, he used to be uh, married to uh, Vanessa Bertinelli, I believe. that She's an old school actress. Back to life, I believe. So, uh, ugh, more Tory Lanez news, more Meg Thee Stallion, but whatever. At least Meg Thee Stallion is getting some justice. Uh, he has been brought up on uh, charges, uh, felony assault charges for shooting Meg Thee Stallion in the foot. Good for her. Hopefully, she can move on from that. She probably has, to be honest. She's been making mad dough. Uh, you guys have anything to say about that? He's going to get, well, I mean, you know, his, his t- reply on Twitter was, not com- um I haven't been convicted yet, just charged. The truth will come out. I don't know so, what truth other than you shot her on video. <laughs> like I don't know. Yeah, words. <laughs> I turned her foot into Swiss cheese. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm so confused. Like but he could potentially serve twenty two years. Twenty two years and eight months. He's gonna make a few albums. Yeah, money talks and bullshit walks. Exactly. He's going to sign a couple records at the right. fucking prosecutor's office. Like, he's going to be like... It's he's going to be guy. the next 6 9 Yeah, Eddie's from Canada. They don't give a fuck. They, you know, Bieber broke the law like mad times in a row with like one year, and they didn't deport his ass. They should have. Like, there's toilet paper in houses, and he was fucking smoking down planes with his dad and shit like that. He was nuts, and then man. And he found the Lord. 
Yeah, exactly. So, and then he found the Lord. Yeah, the Canadian Lord. The fucking <laughs> right, Tr- Justin Trudeau. That uh, no, uh, f- fuck Canadians. Fuck all of them. Blame Canada. Hey, anyway. hey, hey! Deadpool's Canadian. So is Wolverine. So fuck you, man. Technically, he's not. Ryan Reynolds is not the fucking actual Deadpool. Deadpool. Well, Wolverine Canadian. is Canadian. That's for sure. Yes, yes, he's well, Canadian. Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool. So fuck you. He's Canadian. He's not though. That's not hey, the Ryan real Reynolds thing. though. Just the actor. <laughs> uh, I tried to put my jewels on. That's uh, Anderson Pock's new song, Jewels. And he also has a new song featuring Buster Rhymes. You. Uh, very good songs. And if you like some hardcore rap, Benny the Butcher featuring Lil Wayne and Big Sean. Sick ass fucking beat. And uh, yeah, that's it for our music portion. Uh, it, unless there's some songs that you guys like that you've been bumping to lately that are moderately new. All right, got a, a lot of editing to do. Guys. I know um, MGK came out with a new album recently. I don't know what it's oh, called. Oh, more MGK, more MGK. Yeah. So it's still, it's still more of the uh, the grunge because uh, I think I saw something on TikTok with him doing that shit. Yeah, he's definitely like people said that um, Eminem got him so bad he's changing genres. Oh shit, that's I weird. Never, but, I, okay, I never bump to like I don't know new like I'm still listening to old school R and B. I don't know. I'm still over there. But. It's okay. Stay over there. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like- right? Hey, room 112. Go ahead. Go ahead. Stay there. <laughs> no, I don't wrong, but I think I've said it on the show before. People play, like yourself, people play old school music all the time. What's the point of me playing it? So when I, like, if I'm always, well, I haven't been around people that much lately, so that doesn't really count. But when I was, when I was, when there wasn't viruses all around, uh, yeah, no, I relied on people like playing reruns and playing old school music because in my personal, I'm always listening to music. So it's okay. It's okay. It balances it out. So I'm glad. I'm glad people like you do the Harry, all you guys do your thing. Oh, and you're mm-hmm. wrong. Deadpool is Canadian. So the fucking character's Canadian too. Deadpool is Canadian. No way. Nice. That's good. That's cool that they actually got Ryan Reynolds to do that then. All right. So we're moving on. What the fuck did I play? Sorry, ladies. I had a couple of you guys reach me and tell me that this segment is boring. Usually we have, where the fuck did I go? I haven't gone that many places. So we're going to try to bring that back. <laughs> but I know there are people. I know there's some nerds out there jerking off to this segment, too. So I don't know what to do. So we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll cross that conundrum, that, uh, that bridge when we get there. But for now, it's what the fuck did I play? And uh, I uh, did not play these games, but I've seen some previews and I know about the, 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 uh, and I, yeah, I perused through the demos and shit like that. So technically I'm not going to lie to you that I fucking played this shit, but I did watch the Witcher and we'll get into that in the watch section. But so not only did I watch it, I was inspired to read into the game. So there's the Witcher 3 remastered. It's on PS4 right now. It actually came out, I believe, on PS3. And it also came out, uh, all of them came out on PS, uh, PC first. PC platform is actually a PC <clears throat> legendary game. And it has reached the consoles recently. And now it is a Netflix show starring Henry Cavell. And he's a uh, really cool, very good show. And very good video game uh, saga. They're coming out with a part four. It's a very, very good series. Uh, a lot of nudity, just like fucking God of War. If you like that type of shit, if you like titties in your video games, you like teenagers. All nudity, all day, all show. 
it's weird because in my in my television film, I don't really care about sex scenes. Like I'm like, ugh, waste, like power. All that. I'm just like, uh like I don't really care about like softcore porn while I'm watching TV. But for some reason, in video games, I'm like, yeah, because like I don't usually see it, so I'm just like, yeah, bring on the titties, bring on the titties. <laughs> <laughs> titties have come a long way in video games. Though. See the titties. They used to be pointy triangles, and now they're, they're like terrible. Boom. I know. I know. The N64 titties were terrible. Laura Croft titties. Like uh, PlayStation titties. They were terrible. They were terrible. PS4 titties. They're great. They're amazing. Can't we wait for those that. PS5 titties. I know. I know. They're, they're probably going to be virtual reality. Oh, <laughs> man. Oh, man. They're going to finally make a good F size. Like, <laughs> we'll get so GTA anyway. 5 again. <laughs> GTA 5? Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. That's going to be great. That's going to be great. A little hang yeah. action. Is that right? They're going to they show people on clipping the bra. Like, they're going to show, like, the class. <laughs> like, that's how great the graphics are going to be. So, also a remastered game. We have the definitive edition of Mafia. Now they, I believe they're on part three. I think they're moving. I think they're about to get onto four. But what started it all was the classic game that is actually um, one of the a nine out of ten on many of the rating scales. And the other ones did generally as good. But Mafia number one is the one that stands alone still. And I got into that. And so uh, PS4 has been doing a lot of remastered versions. We talked about Resident Evil 2 and 3, and they're going to come out with 4 in 2021. Faritza, do you like video games at all? Like, I know you were just talking about, uh, you know, Polygon titties before, but like, uh, what, uh, other than that, other than Lara Croft's uh, cup size, sorry. I'm still a Nintendo Sega Genesis type of person. Oh, oh, yeah, tell us some classics. Go ahead. Tell us. What, like, the Mario Brothers and Sonic. Nice. Those are good. Those I are used good. to play. Somebody needs to get the Switch. That's right. Well, you don't need to get the Switch, but it's okay. Yeah. No, they had they had those. Oh, yeah, I mean, retro, I've those retro fit games. Those those little jet- they actually they came out with remastered versions of Mario sixty four, Mario Sunshine, and Mario Galaxy. That's right. They're all in one. It's Mario 3D All-Stars. On the Switch? On the Switch, yeah. Yeah. I got it for my girlfriend. She's happy. I have a few. I've I've had a few friends that I've seen with like little, they're like super, it's like addicting. And I'm like, oh, it reminds me on the Switch. But And you're a busy lady. Maybe you do need some R&R. Maybe you do need a little video game. You could take the Switch, plug it from, from your TV, take it on the go. And then when you get home, plug it back in and play it on your TV. Oh, look at this. This guy is like, he's about to make a jingle. Like. Right? I love having the Switch. It is the he best thing ever. Like he's, like, he's, it's a paid, ad. this is not right. a paid advertisement. Right. Exactly. The Nintendo, Nintendo like, sponsor us. <laughs> not a paid advertisement. All right. So let's go somewhere else. Seven video games. This is not Tron. <laughs> no, 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 no. What the fuck did I watch? Vampires versus the Bronx. Yes. The kid Miro was in it. Floritza hasn't watched it yet, and she's from the Bronx. What's up with the fuck with that? We, I, you're a disgrace. You're a disgrace to all BX members. Take that. Jesus <laughs> <laughs> don't want nothing to do with you. I thought it was going to be one of those really, really bad renditions, and there was going to be a lot of white people representing Bronx Knights. And I just didn't know. Right. No, no. And it definitely could have went that way. And I definitely, you know what? Probably for a quick thought, I thought that too. So let me, let me give you a little synopsis before I hear Harry's uh, review of it. Uh, 
it's basically uh, a new it's it's in modern times and you have these uh modern bronxites bronxonites uh right is that this is what it's called uh florida bronxonites yeah there we go so um the kid miro is in it from bodega boys from uh Jesus and miro showtime and uh bike uh he's amazing he's so funny twitter and uh, he's on there and uh, it's these boys and they are dealing with gentrification. They're trying to save the bodega that uh, Miro works in. And these vampires are behind the gentrification push. That's basically it. So uh, I enjoyed the movie a lot. It had a great soundtrack. It had a great modern and it had a great Latin soundtrack. Not only like, you know, great J Balvin, but it went even further back with like Tito Puente, like all types of like great, yeah, man, all types of great, great Spanish movie. Uh, Carla G, amazing, great soundtrack. So I liked the movie. It was, it was cheesy. It was all that good stuff, but it was, it was, it was the right time. I had a Stranger Things kind of vibe to it. And I liked it. So go ahead, Harry, how'd you feel about it? I enjoyed it. You know, I think I've seen too many movies and I go into school for movies. I kind of like spoiled the, like I predicted pretty much most of the movie. You know, it's like, oh, oh that guy's going to do this. This girl is going to, she's something important. You know, pay attention to that. Oh, but I quite God. enjoyed it. I feel like the only stereotypical, like where they were about the Bronx was with um, Mero and Zoe Saldana were the only two people I felt, felt, felt the stereotype of Bronx. Everyone else, it was just like there's regular people, you know, hanging out, bunch of kids. Just one little kid pretty much ran his whole neighborhood. Like he was like, "Can I get a block party?" And they're like, "Yeah, sure." That was That's it. true. That, I didn't even realize that that was yeah. funny. Like, <laughs> like oh, I little mayor, party? what's up? Can I get a block party? Usually, that's it. usually how it is in the Bronx. <laughs> Don't spoil anything. Don't spoil anything, Harry. Uh, so, Maritza hasn't seen it. She hasn't seen it yet. She will. It's a really good movie. Anybody, everybody should see it. The reason why I saw Confirmation, even though it's uh, like a few years old, uh, Kerry Washington uh, is uh, produces it and she's in it. And uh, Wendell Pierce from The Wire, uh, a lot of Spike Lee movies as well. He plays Clarence Thomas. Clarence Thomas was an appointee of George uh, Bush Sr., and uh, he was the first, no, second, second black Supreme Court. Uh, he took over Thurgood Marshall's spot in the Supreme Court. And uh, Thurgood Marshall, actually, even in the movie confirmation, uh, and even and they have a video recording of him saying it. He says that you should never pick anything by race. It's a mistake. Not to say that, like, the, the, the race part of picking Clarence Thomas is wrong. The fundamental reasons of picking Clarence Thomas <laughs> is incorrect. Uh but he said, if you have a white snake and you have a black snake, the bi- the only difference is nothing. They both bite. <laughs> you know, like, 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 there's nothing. And he said that his father taught him that. So basically, it's the same thing with Clarence Thomas. That dude is a dirtbag just like Brett Kavanaugh. That guy got uh, caught by Anita Hill, one of his subordinates at uh, the EOC. And uh, uh, this, is, this is history, so it's not even a spoiler. He uh, sexually uh, not abused. Sexually harassed, sexually harassed her. He was talking about his penis. He was talking about pubic hairs on a fucking Coke can, a Pepsi can. He was talking about all types of nasty things, bestiality. And uh, yeah, that's sexual harassment. That is like you, a woman, a man, anybody should not feel uncomfortable at their job. And if someone says, hey, I am uncomfortable with talking about that kind of stuff, your love life, all that kind of like that, that should be the end of it. That should be the end of it. But um, this was a long time ago. This was like, the 80s so you know uh and biden your presidential nominee he was a leader in uh embarrassing her embarrassing alita anita hill not taking it seriously at first 
not, yeah, not taken seriously at all at first. And it took a long time to drag that out. And they embarrassed her uh, thoroughly. And to be honest, uh, both of them, at the conclusion, both of them decided not to make final statements. So basically, um, he went to go uh, get uh, confirmed 54 uh, to 48, a very slim margin, one of the slimmest in history. And it's because, yeah, he had a very fucking shaky ass character. So, uh, yeah, my bad. I, I, I don't know if you guys ever saw that. I love Kerry Washington. Um, yeah, it was a very good political movie. It's on HBO Max right now. If you need to go see it. I like I said, I saw The Witcher show. Uh, I've only seen a couple episodes. So, Harry, tell us uh, more about The Witcher show, please. So Henry Cavill is in it. And there's mm-hmm. a song that goes toss a coin in the well for your Witcher. And that's all I know about the show. I haven't watched that. <laughs> so like I said, it was a PC <laughs> sensation. It was a plat- it was a platform on there. Uh, the man that played Superman and so many other roles. He's great. Uh, Mission man from Uncle. Man from Uncle. Yes. Oh, yeah. Nola Holmes. Oh, yeah. The, 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 where I, oh, I didn't see Nola Holmes. Oh, I, oh, yeah. That'll be on our review if we watch it. Oh, do, you saw it? We'll talk about it next week. Talk about it next week. <laughs> We're on, the out- on the outline, motherfucker. Anyway, so yes, Anola Holmes next week we'll review. No, we can review it now. Fuck it. All right. Um, so, Nola, tell us about yeah, it. So, so the Witcher is about this fucking warlock, and he is traveling through town, and he's trying to battle monsters, and people hire him to battle these monsters and assassinate people and shit like that. And so, but now we have Anola, uh, star, uh, Anola Holmes starring... Uh, Millie Bobby Jones from Stranger Things. Millie Bobby she, Brown. Millie Bobby Brown, you're right. And she, I said Bobby Jones. She is the daughter, the the sister of Sherlock Holmes, and it's on Netflix. Go ahead, Eric. Yeah. So basically, Mycroft Holmes and Sherlock Holmes like go off when she's yes. the brother. Yeah. They she stays with her mom because their father died, and she she was a baby when they left. So like her mom taught her everything. You know, it takes place in whatever time period Sherlock Holmes was where uh, women were like, you know, second-class citizens. And her mom taught her everything, you know, made her pretty much the next Sherlock Holmes, made her mad smart and shit. And um, <clears throat> then her mom just disappears, and she goes out to find her, and then a bunch of other shit happens I don't want to spoil to where the plot changes. Pretty good. I enjoyed it. There's a lot of fourth wall break, but she did a very, like, ele- it was huh. very, it was, like, done right. There's not many movies that could break the fourth wall correct. True, true. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. One of the greatest fourth oh, wall breaks ever. Love that movie. Love that movie. Uh, did I? Did we ever? Uh, did we ever review Cuties? Did I, did I review that? I don't plan on watching that. I'm afraid oh, it might pop up in that movie. It. it was very good. It was really good. So we'll review that real quick. Um, that is about a Senegalese uh, girl in France, and she's 11 years old. And uh, so the reason why I'm mentioning it is because the the producers, Netflix and the director and the producers got indicted in Texas by a small town sheriff in Texas. And uh, Ted Cruz has been leading the crusade to uh, write the crusade uh, to uh, ban this movie because there is um, some suggestive shots in it there. Are, so it's an 11 year old girl. She is in a culture war with her family. Um, there's a lot of like, you know, uh, African traditions, not just African traditions, they're tribal Senegalese tradition. Yeah. So there's a lot of plural marriage in there and it affects her family. And so she seeks refuge within this this dance group that seems provocative. They are. But like, it's weird. But anyway, so she seeks refuge in that and she goes overboard. She goes overboard 
and uh, she tries to fit in and it, it goes crazy. So the thing that a lot of people have a problem with is the camera angles. So not only are they showing that like, you know, um, the exploitive nature of people looking at like, you know, dance videos of 11 year olds. Like, I don't know why people are watching that, but uh, the controversy is when they did those shots, they would zoom in on like the private parts pretty much. They would zoom. But I felt like that was necessary for the narrative to show the exploitation, to show that like, yeah, this is gruesome. And especially for an 11 year old, like this is what you're doing to these girls. Like when you do that, it's like, <laughs> this is this is what society has them run to at that age. I'm not, but yeah, and especially Florida, you could touch on this. You've been an 11 year old girl yourself. <laughs> we have not. We have not. And I don't know if you've seen the movie. It's okay if you haven't. And I get why Harry hasn't seen it a lot. The media has really scared off people with this. I don't feel like it's that it's about that at all. And especially with like teenage pageantries and all the child pedophilia that happens in this country under the table and shit like that. When, exactly. a, when, a woman, when a woman director from Africa shows the exploitative nature of it, and she's not trying to like you know make a sensation out of it, she's not trying to like make a joke out of it. She's trying to show that like yes, th- this is a problem. This is a problem, and this is what like you know it's not like little boys like they go off and go play baseball or something like that. Like no, women they look at TV and they look at like you know the the the, the expectations. It's crazy. My bad. So Floritza, can you touch on that subject if you haven't seen the movie? I haven't seen the movie, but I totally agree. Like, I feel like there's it's so much hypocrisy when you think about like, oh, this is horrible. And, and this is like a horrible perspective to show when somebody's actually trying to like advocate and highlight this is an issue, especially in America. Like you, 95% of like, you can scroll on all your social media feeds and there's like, a plethora of inappropriate shots with underage kids just on people's Instagram. Like the other day, like there was this whole, I was reading this article about like sexual child exploitation. And it was like these influencers or like these social media influencers that go to like Africa and they like take shots. And there was like this one guy that was like noting, I can't remember what the young girl's name was, but like literally she was, naked on the sand and he was like oh how I miss you whatever her you know her whatever her name was that I can't remember right now and it was like all over there were articles about this how like he literally had her like she was topless and he was like laying over her this is grown white man like over this you can tell teenage girl so to me it's like it's okay when like America does the same thing that we're seeing in this like movie but because somebody is actually trying to like showcase an actual example of how this is done. It's like now a problem and we need to ban it. And no, what we need to do is stop fucking doing it. <laughs> Absolutely. And I love this from you, Floritza. This I watch your IG live and you are, you're great by, by the way, man. So I'm glad that you're touching on this. This is a great subject. Uh, no, I agree with you. I totally, totally agree with you. Uh <laughs> Where do I start? <laughs> uh, Roman Polanski, Woody Allen, they glorify these guys. And then I'll give you one more example before we move on. Uh, Thora Birch, American Beauty. Raise your hand if you've seen American Beauty. I think I have. Okay. So it like, is. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Basie won the best actor for it over yes. Denzel Washington the Hurricane. I'll always mention that because I'm bitter about it. No, I'm joking. So he plays a Chester. <laughs> he plays um, this person that's like unfulfilled with his life as a uh, telemarketer. And uh, his wife is having an affair. 
and he starts having uh, sexual thoughts about his 15 year old daughter's uh, yep. friend. Yes, about making love to her, and he ends up doing that, and he ends up fucking dying. <laughs> Sorry for the spoiler, motherfuckers. That shit's like twenty years old. But anyway, you should have watched all, it. All, yeah, exactly. You should have watched it. There's a fucking floating fucking plastic bag that floats around too, motherfuckers. No, it's a great movie. It's a great movie. But the reason why I mention it is because our fucking pedophilia motherfucking country. Thor Birch was fifteen years old in that movie. Thor Birch had to sign a release. Her parents had to sign a release. For her to be topless in the movie, 15 years old. So her parents signed off on the movie for her to show her boobs in the scene. It is a big rack, by the way. Sorry. In the scene that's already showing that she's being sexually abused. So she's not being sexually abused. Well, yeah, technically she's being sexually abused, but her parents gave consent. So it's hilarious because a lot of people have said, yo, fucking throw these parents in jail that had the, the girls playing cuties, even though there was no there was no nudity. There was like this part where like a nip slip, but I believe that they replaced it with an actual like uh, person of age. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, did the, it did the job. But like I said, Thora Birch was 15 years old. Her parents had to sign a consent form. There was no reason to show her tits. There was no reason. You could have like did some suggestive thing. You don't have to do that. But that's hilarious. Like I said, nobody said shit about that. Nobody like made an uproar. Blah, blah, blah. Some man directed that. Lolita is one of the most redone films of all time or for the base of the book about yeah exactly it's fucking it's fucking gross it's fucking gross jeremy irons i believe was the last time i saw a rendition of that movie so this country has no fucking grounds no leg to stand on it probably has the most child abuse out of any country in the world if i had to put my fucking finger on it and that it's hilarious it's all hilarious. those kids that were like all those um kidnap kids it was like 47 that were found in like atlanta that were like Yes, all sex the, trafficked, like let's yes. <laughs> just that like three awesome. weeks ago. Yes, that that was a resurgent. Yes, but there was also a mine hunter. Yes, Atlanta, the the uh, lost children of Atlanta. That happens a lot. There's a lot of kidnappings in Atlanta of children. A lot and a lot. You're right. A lot of child molesters. Uh, I have, I have. Uh, when I was a substitute teacher. Uh, I found out that Schenectady, upstate New York, has the biggest concentration of child molesters. And it's the it's the number one school district in upstate New York. Wow. Crazy. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Predators uh, fucking know what's on the menu. But anyway, so I saw the Comiskey Method that was nominated for a couple of Emmys. Uh, so anyway, go watch Cuties, guy, by the way. I don't care. I'm not protesting. Harry, <laughs> watch it. But you should. You should like I, whatever. It is uncomfortable. I'm not going to lie. But uh, and it should be uncomfortable. You don't like little children. You don't like 11 year olds. Like I, 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 I commend you for being uncomfortable with that. But um, no, there's a there's a good message in that movie. And you should see it. Not 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 necessary. Not like uh, you need like like this is one of the movies you can't die without seeing. No, but like if you if you're worried about that, don't be. But anyway, so Comiskey Method starring Michael Douglas and Alan Arkin. Very good. They're coming back for a third and I think final season. They're kind of old. Uh, it's kind of like Grace and Frankie, uh, this 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 agent and this uh, this humbled actor that owns a studio. They're friends as well. And one of the wives die and he uh, he volunteers to take care of him for the rest of his, I guess, 15 years left. So uh down to a new uh, movie, Hubie Halloween. Take, take us away on Netflix, Harry. So Hubie Halloween, I believe this is the movie Adam Sandler said he was going to make if he didn't win the award. So this is the <laughs> this is the shitty movie we got. I found it. There was like I found oh, it hilarious. Hot gems on Kevin Gems yeah. is very good. It was. 
And uh, this movie, it was definitely, it wasn't the greatest. Um, I forgot her name. Something Bowen. She oh, was, uh, Julie Bowen. Is, yes. uh, Judy Bowen. She's from uh, Happy uh, Gilmore. Our family. Oh, yeah. Happy Gilmore. Oh, reunion. Yep. Another, another reunion movie with a past lover he's had. Well, you know, uh, lead female role. But, Lord, yeah. so do you like Adam Sandler at all? Nah. Yeah, I get you. He's hit or miss. I feel you. Adam Sandler, you're only an Adam Sandler fan is if you like stupid shit. Like, if you don't like dumb movies, he's not the kind of guy for you. But Maybe uh, Halloween's basically like some escape convict, hap- like some mental, someone from Mental Institute, like, escapes. So, uh, he gets some weird neighbor, something bad's about to happen on Halloween. He's like this doofus guy that everyone makes fun of. But he's the nicest guy in the world, and he just wants to protect everybody in Salem. And he gets through a bunch of antics. His daughter actually is in uh, is in the movie. Oh, she's an actress, yes. Yeah. No, no, but like, and his wife, they usually don't have big roles. His wife and his kid, they're usually like small roles. But they had like mm-hmm. a bigger, like his daughter had a really like substantial like root in the, the movie. <laughs> I think it was good if you want to watch. It's, it's doing well and yeah. I, I got good reviews actually. For my distinct for movies, the only thing has to be an entertaining movie to make it a good movie. And this was an entertaining movie. It's not nice. the best movie in the world, but you'll laugh at some of it. Which is typical for Adam Sandler. Harry, your hairline's looking good, bro. I'm not going to lie. What'd you say, Floritz? I'm sorry. I said, which is typical for Adam Sandler. Yeah. Not the best movie in the world. It's just... He's definitely progressed downward when it comes to comedy, but I'm always entertained by his movie. That's true. That's true. um, His most modern movie that I really enjoyed is comedy-wise was probably... uh, uh, that's my boy. That's my boy. That's, uh, that movie was funny. I love that that's, movie. Yeah. So yeah, and then he's had Jack and Jill in between. Even though I I enjoy Zohan, it's not a good movie. Little Nicky's not good. I enjoyed that though. It took me a couple times to enjoy that. <laughs> There's been really bad ones. Uh, what's the one? The parents where they the, the where they go away for the weekend. The first one's good, but the second one sucks with David Spade and all them. Oh, grown up. <laughs> yeah, grown up. About the murder. The first one. one was good. Oh, that was a good one. That was actually pretty good. I didn't see that. I didn't see that. He but, also, you know, he, but I think it's been worth the investment, actually, on Netflix. He's uh, definitely yeah. straight to Netflix kind of guy now. Like, you don't need, he doesn't need a big movie base. No, You're because aware. I feel like that's his. Harry, he has a big Netflix deal. Like, he can't, he has an exclusive deal. That's he true. Know for that reason. I'm, that's not, and I'm glad he needs he's straight contract. Yeah. I'm glad he's on this contract. He's, that's, yeah, like he's, I mean, he hasn't, his movies are very Netflix-ish. Like, you have nothing to do on, like, a random Monday. It's, like, six. Like, there's nothing else. And you're like, oh, I guess let me watch this random Adam Sandler movie. quarantine, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, no like, you just, like, and then you end up watching it, and it's, like, it's an awkward feel of, like, oh, this was, it wasn't bad. Like, it was cool. It was, you chuckled here and there, you know? Like, it was a laugh or two. You were, like, hysterical, but... You know, I always say, like, PG and PG-13 movies don't ever make me, like, laugh, like that heart-wrenching mm-hmm. laugh. I feel you. I feel you. Uh, I have not seen it yet. I will. I will. I, I heard. I actually do like Adam Sandler uh, overall, like, for his overall career. And even when he di- uh, dips into the method acting, I, I really enjoyed Uncut Gems. Uh, I didn't see the Sandy Wexler movie. I didn't I did. see. That was good. I heard- Oh, it was good. I I heard mixed things about that. Maybe I will see that it's one not the day. Greatest, but it was good. But uh, before we move on, they uh, a lot of people panned uh, Adam Sandler for a long time, including myself, 
uh, for the Netflix deal. I felt like Netflix was getting robbed by him because he had a lot of duds. <laughs> but they actually revealed um, the metrics for Netflix. And I think we actually talked about it on the show a couple of weeks ago, the top 10 Netflix uh, ratings of all time. And he shows up on there five times. <laughs> he shows the one with the, the two at Jennifer Anderson movies. Like he, his catalog on Netflix is actually very, very strong. And it's taken a while. He's had some like duds in between, but like when you look at her overall, like he's actually done very well for Netflix. So good, good for him. And sometimes you just gotta let things progress. Sometimes you can't really Long judge. Steady. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, exactly. You can't judge the first chapter. You gotta let this guy like you know unfold. And yeah, he's been very good for Netflix. So then um, Harry will take us away, will uh, give us the last review of, it's actually another trending show. We have South Park, the pandemic special. They have been on a little bit of hiatus to show the animators, but now they're back and they have a big special on HBO Max. Tell us about it. But the fault lies in all of you. You who bought that $300,000 house when you only had 20000 to put down. You bought that third car even though only two people in your home drive it is time to stop pointing fingers finger pointing gets us nowhere steve buffalo soldier in the heart of america stolen from africa brought into america she was fighting on your rival you got nothing on us you got nothing on us Obama, you're so fine, you're so fine, you blow my mind. Hey, Obama! Hey, Obama! Yeah, yeah, Mom, I, I can't go to the lake. No, Stan's having emotional problems, and they need to help see him through it. He's got, what is it? Date rape psychosis. Date rape something, yeah. Okay, I will. Okay, thanks, Mom. I don't have to go outside. Awesome! Should I kill the towel now, sir? Go ahead. No, wait. Perhaps now we can use their own towel against them. If these boys must return to Dynacorp, then we will launch a sneak attack on Dynacorp as well. You boys can take the towel to Dynacorp's central core and upload this encryption disk into their system, bringing them down once and for all. But we don't care. What the hell is this? The towel was supposed to go in there and then run its own self-destruct sequence. The towel has a will of its own. It's learning compassion. outside of town well i'm gonna get a little high the pandemic special so basically it's based so randy has a he owns he has a marijuana farm and um because of the whole covid thing yeah the whole covid thing he's been getting a lot more money because you know people are tired they want weed so he creates this thing called the pandemic special which is like you get a certain amount of weed in a bomb like that was it that's what pandemic i love it yeah so ah! you find out, yeah. So you find out how the uh, how it got, um, how uh, COVID came to America. <laughs> oh, I don't want to say it because it'll spoil it, but it involves Randy somehow. That's all I'm have to say. It always does. It always and does. He's, he's just paranoid. Yeah, he's just paranoid through the entire movie because I love he, it. You know, he it, was involved. And they, oh, so it, it was like ninety minutes. It was yeah, like ninety minutes. Yeah, oh, okay, ninety yeah. minutes. Yeah. It was, know, so it was like a movie. Gotcha. Yeah, it was hilarious. It, it nice. felt it just felt like a really long episode. It didn't feel like a movie. It felt like one of their episodes. Like it was paced watch, very well. Anymore, to but watch. I love but I would definitely watch that. Florence, uh, yeah, no, I'd watch it. I haven't watched a South Park episode in forever, but I'll catch it. So it's not on Comedy Central, it's only exclusive on HBO Max if they if you're trying to watch that. So 
get on. What the fuck did I say? Tomorrow is Scooter Casserole. Hooray! Hey guys, we didn't hear that much from Floritza, and now's our chance. Now's our chance. Again, she is a Whole30 representative. Tell us more about that. Um, so I've been, I guess not necessarily a Whole30 representative, but like a Whole30 lifestyle liver, not a guru. I hate the word guru. Um, Guide? Yeah, or follower, or like, yeah, just, that's been my lifestyle. You're giving like an organ away or something like that. Yeah, well, that's true. Dirty liver, like, okay. (laughs) That sounds like it's on sale. That sounds like... Sounds like Teresa is like, oh, black market. Coach, 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 an advocate. Not a Brazilian chef. Gotcha. There you go. For like five years now. um, It's been awesome because it's like changed the way that I eat and the way that I see food. But I've also been able to use that relationship and, and that partnership and all of what they bring to the table to kind of advocate and to, um, other areas or talk about other things like food justice and um, equity in the food sector. So definitely, yeah, definitely trying to bring that lifestyle into the Bronx, into other neighborhoods. Um, Not vampires, not vampires. Not vampires, the healthy food options. Um, And it's been awesome. It's been, it's been like, like Vincent, just kind of like one of those things where I've been doing this slow and steady for a while. And then one day I woke up and I was like, oh, wow, I have a lot more followers now. Um, Yeah, you do. You have a lot more. You have a great, great engagement too. Not even just the numbers of people that follow you because not, not yours, not yours. I'm not talking about yours, but there's so many people that buy those things that like get the, but that doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Engagement, like whether those people are real or not, you have people getting in there and commenting on your posts and having real conversations about like food lifestyle and food recognition. I love it. I love, I actually, I'm, I don't even, you know, this, I don't like food content at all. Even when, you I, was, don't. <laughs> even when I was consulting with you, with Maria and you guys were working on the logo and stuff like that, that was a up and down ride, but it's okay. Like you, uh, you came out swinging and you have a great, you have a great brand. You have a great brand. And I, I'm not going to predict anything, but I think you learned from that. And I think that like, that's great. That's great. That's what we all need to do. Uh, tell us more. So I heard that 50 Cent joined and he has a whole 50 now. Um, it's called Get the Strap. Uh, no, Let I'm me joking. tell you, 50 no, is my buddy. 50 is my buddy. Of course, it's all like based off 50. I'm joking. I'm joking. She also covered um, Goya. She also covered when the president uh, was endorsing that and the uh, the. Uh, CEO of Goya was uh, was she had a great stance on that. She's unique. She doesn't have she has her own mind. Like the same thing. Like when people come up to me and they talk about you know, uh, and I love my man Justin. Sorry that I'm shouting you out, but like like I am voting for Biden, but he's always bringing me Biden news. Like he's a racist and he's worse than Trump. Like which he's not. Nobody is. Um, and it's just fucking annoying. It's just fucking annoying. So he just thinks in my mind. I'm not like trying to peg peg him with that. Um, I feel like he thinks that all blacks like think the same or something like that, that we all have like a all common enemy. Um, when I see a conservative black person, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I like think to myself, like, what's he thinking? But I also say to myself, well, he's a free thinker though. That's cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like people get to like, I just, I totally don't see it, but I, I want that person to live. I, I want, I don't want that person to just have views that I have or like automatically. So for it's, I've seen a couple of Latinx concerns 
within the community that you're in, that your network. And you and you said that Whole Foods has has changed you and your brand. But I feel like personally, from what I've seen, you've changed them more. Like they didn't have that much diversity from what I saw, from what I saw, especially in the, yeah. on the Latinx front, especially on the Dominican front, not just the Latinx front, the Dominican front from the Bronx. We talked about Deezus and Miro. They have a comedy brand that they've developed. It's called New York style comedy. You know, obviously they laugh at each other. They're not like traditional comedians. Yeah. You're not a traditional chef, but you have brought this type of flavor to the whole 30. And I feel like it's made a huge difference. No, I mean, I, every time I talk to people about this, I'm like, I don't like to be called a food blogger. It's not at all what I am. True. Um, you're going to come to my site. Like you're going to come to my Instagram and you're going to find food. Sometimes, sometimes you're not going to find food. Um, but food is like one of those. Yeah. Like food for me is one of those avenues that really opens the door to the conversation. Like when you think about food, like it brings people together, it tears them apart. Like that's what happens globally. Like it's what happens like historically. It's what you see. Like, you know, we have world hunger. We have like food is like, it's a weapon. Like you literally can use it as a weapon. Yes. So for me, like I always kind of, you know, now sit very firm and like, it's what I use to add, like, it's, it's my form of advocacy work. So it's, it's important. Like when we think about diversity in all sectors or in like all forums for me, it's like, okay, well, the whole 30 is not necessarily like the biggest thing going on in the world, but it's just one of the many examples of the lack of equity that we see across the board. Like whether it's in professional environments, whether it's in the foods that you eat, the access to the foods that you eat, whether it's like, I mean, the list can go on and on and on, but I just, for me, it's like, it's one of those ways where I get to talk about all of the things that I'm passionate about and that I think are important. And like you said, really bring in all of that, like flavor and all of those vibes and like all of that, like information that people know, but really don't give a shit about to say like, hey, well, you know, you need to stop like doing things just this way because it doesn't really include other people or you need to stop using other people's shit and claiming it to be your own. Um, Yes. So that's really kind of shifted for them for like now for quite some time. And it's, like I said, allowed me to also have doors open for me to be able to talk about this um, also within the Latinx community. um, And then also kind of cross educate and be like, hey, this is why eating better and being like concerned about having access to all of these things is also important for you. I totally agree. And like I said, I'm very proud of your page. I, I love it. I, I, I watch it all the time. I'm not into food content, but because your content is so good, I'm into it. I'm into it. I love the bright colors. I love all the things that you've done with it. Like even when you zoom in on the food, like you do a very good job color, like when you do recipes in her highlights. So you should definitely, if you're going, if you love, if you love Whole30, if you love Dominican food, if you love any types of food, if you love good content, if you love diverse content, if you love like upbeat, colorful, vibrant things, please go to at I simply M underscore floor. She also has other verticals. You can go check those out. Please tell us what those are. I'm sorry. Say that one more time. You have other, you have other verticals, right? Don't you have like, like I feel like you have like a website and stuff like that. You have other I stuff. do. So we nice. are working on like a huge rebrand. Nice. Um, So that's kind of in the pipeline. There's going to be a lot of major changes going on with like I Simply Am Floored personal brand. Um, I have a new website coming up. So I do have the I Simply Am Floored website. Um, It's just I Simply Am Floored.com. But um, 
major changes are coming to that um, that I'm very excited about. I've been working on them now for like most of 2020 with um, web developers and graphic designers and just kind of getting all the copywriting together. So it sounds very much cohesive with my voice um, and with the type of content that I'm trying to put out. So there's, I'm not on, I'm not on Twitter. I'm not heavy on Twitter. Um, definitely on YouTube where I post all of my 60 minute kind of renditions. Does Um, very well. Very great. I want to be like the next 60 minute tasty video type of person. Super quick. Nothing long. This is what you we need. We gotta come over the show time. together, man. We gotta come over the show together, man. That's gotta happen. What the we fuck? We do. Oh, I'm, yeah. he- I'm all here for it. <laughs> I love it. So, let us uh, just a couple of things before we wrap up. Uh, so, this is called Best Served Colds. This is episode 81. Uh, the cliche, like I said, is revenge is best served cold. Uh, I have I have a quick story. Uh, I was a camp counselor and I decided to come in for lunch and I was very young. I think I was like 20 years old. And, uh, so the, the point, the, the, the name of this story, I'm going to label, it's called don't yuck my yum. <laughs> don't yuck my yum. And, uh, so when I worked at Harlem RBI, I was like 19 years old and I worked with a lot of yuppies. I worked with a lot of, uh, Gretchen's and a lot of like Haley's and stuff like that. People that probably weren't from New York. And so they brought us to this seminar, and I was I was coaching baseball in Harlem. I was coaching baseball in Harlem, and so I was getting a hundred dollars per week, hundred dollars per week. I had to apply for a scholarship in order to get seven grand for the summer, so that supplemented it. But to me, in my mind, Harlem RBI was still paying me a hundred dollars per week. So yeah, it was this internship slash job for the summer. And I knew what I was getting paid, but they said, hey, you can apply for this scholarship. And I got it. I got it. I, I broke this big ass essay and they gave me seven grand for the summer to supplement for having that shitty ass income. But again, I didn't <laughs> think that way. I was just like, no, I'm already still paying me. Yeah, I got that seven grand. That was me. <laughs> I was like, I pay myself. I'm like, you still pay me a hundred dollars per week. So they they wanted to teach us how to make vegetarian burritos. Now, I, I actually am very into the vegetarian vegan lifestyle right now. Um, I have some seafood every once in a while, so it's not fair to call me that. So I try to be plant based as best as I can. Who knows if I'll ever run into some meat again? Pause. Uh, <laughs> I do miss meat. I'm not gonna lie. I and mean, even like the products that I eat are like byproducts. Like they look like meat. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I definitely miss it. But like, I don't. I don't want to eat animals anymore. To be honest, like I'm just not into it. Like I, I, I slowly. I, I never really liked. Like a on the bone chicken. I'm like, you know, I just slowly Ooh, let's not talk like, about chicken. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, I just and yeah, yeah. And I just that's just me. This is my personal thing. I'm not trying to get everybody on that lifestyle, whatever. So anyway, so but back then I was all I was all meat eating. I was all fucking carnivore. I was like, get me yeah, like dude, I was I, I would I eat raw I was eating raw meat back then. I was just like ah. <laughs> right. I could have bit a deer's neck in the middle of the woods. Oh, Snapped like to a Slim Jim. If his meat. name was Jim, right? What'd you say? We have the meats. Right? We got the meat. Yeah. Put, push a teammate, though, that jingle, by the way. We talked about that. Yep. He owns 40% of that. That's right. That's right. He came out with the jingle. That's right. And he came out with the residual rights for that. Such a, such a G. And they came out. I don't know if you heard about this, Ritza, but the clips, both of them, not just him, they came out with the jingle. I'm loving it for McDonald's, but they were so young. They didn't negotiate a good deal. I saw that. 
I saw that. I saw that in an article, and I was like, "What?" Yeah, and they and he brought it on Joe Budden. He was on Joe uh, Budden talking about it. So it's probably, it might have been so where you heard it. Much money. Yeah, no, Pusha T's rich. No, he's not rich off a rat, but he's rich. But anyway, uh, so I'm at this seminar, and we're making these burritos, and they told us not to bring our lunch. So I'm like, "You're paying me hundred dollars a week. What do you mean, don't bring my lunch?" I'm like, I'm not going to starve and get $100 per week. <laughs> so they're like, oh, we're making these vegetarian burritos. You're going to eat that. I'm like, but I'm not a vegetarian. I'm like, so I didn't even like argue. I was just like, I'm bringing my lunch. So I brought this fat ass ham sandwich. <laughs> right. It With cheese. It right. It could have been from Arby's. It was like, we got the meat, meat, meat meats. We got all the meats. I used to, right. Big Rains could have been, would have been proud. Like, damn, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, they were super upset with me. They were super upset with me. They saw the sandwich, which I was bringing out. I like tossed the fucking vet, the, the fucking burrito. I was like, this shit out of here. Like, I made it. I made it. Like I learned. I'm like, I'm gonna teach these kids how to eat disgusting shit. So, so they they were like, they were like, why did you do that then? Like these, you know, little bob cut white women, like bunch of Karens. Exactly. They were like, Ben, why why did you why 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 did you bring this ham sandwich? And I was like, this is gross. Like, it's okay that like you want the kids. I get it. Like we're teaching the kids how to eat healthy, but like, I'm a grown ass person at 19, right? I'm a grown, I'm a grown <laughs> ass man. You can vote. Hates. You got the right, right to vote. vote. I can hold a gun. I can drink. No, I can't drink. No, you can't drink. <laughs> <laughs> I can drink a smoothie. <laughs> so they, uh, so I was like, yeah, this shit is fucking gross. Yup. And they were like this. They go, they go, they ran to the board. They went like, oh, oh. ran to the board and made a lesson out of me. And they were like, today's lesson, today's lesson. Don't ever, don't ever <laughs> yuck my yuck my yum. <laughs> don't yuck my yum. And I'm like, oh my God, the the yuppies would come up with a phrase like that. They would don't yuck the, my yum. Right? The fucking vampires of regentrification. Would say don't yuck, don't yuck my yum, like that, no, no, <laughs> terrible, terrible. So yuck everybody's young motherfuckers. Don't yuck anybody's gums. That's pretty nasty. It sounds like Ew, a, 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 a lady blowjob. But go yuck somebody's yum, guys. Some people eat some disgusting shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway, anyway, back to so we're gonna wrap it up. We're gonna wrap it up. Best serve colds. What is your so I have a revenge plot for these ladies whenever I do meet them. What is your best revenge story? It doesn't have to be personal. It could be a movie, it could be anything. Like what's your favorite? Like what's your t- what do you think of when you think of revenge? How to get away with murder. I don't Ooh. know why, but that's just probably ah, David. Hey, that that popped up your head. I, I never watched it, but I feel like that definitely had revenge in that show a lot. Fun I fact, mean, I'm just saying. I tried out. I tried out for a voiceover segment for that. I did not get it, but I tried out for ABC for their uh, for their promo. I bet mean, I didn't get it. Obviously, that would have been dope. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think of? Do you think of right? Do you think of viola? Do you think of violins? Or do you think of areolas? No, I'm joking. What, what, what do you think of when you think of revenge? I don't know. It's like. Is it best served cold? Is it best served lukewarm? Is it. If you have to get revenge on someone, you have too much time on your hands. Right? Alex Just Trebek, ignore them. What, what is revenge? 
Well, oh, you're right. You're right. I, that's how I do it, man. They say reve- they say revenge sometimes or plotting revenge is like drinking your own poison. You know what I'm saying? Like you're only hurting yourself, like trying to uh, anticipate this person. No, because you're focusing oh, on me. Negative. Oh, I'm petty. No, I'm with you. I'm, I'm petty. Like to me, I I'm think petty. Revenge, I love revenge. It's my I think favorite, revenge, it's my favorite am, butter. It's my favorite tool in the, in yeah, the shed. Yeah, like man. I'm, I'm, I'm petty queen. <laughs> so right. like for That's me, right. like revenge is like I'm gonna remember that. Oh shit! Somebody and when I remember, like oh shit. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be anything crazy. Like it could literally just be like. We're talking about it 55 years later. And yeah. I bring it up and That's it is like punchline of the decades. And I'm sitting there like, idiotic. Right? <laughs> people people will be like this. They're like, Vince, I thought you were over that. I was like, I am. I am. I as am I write, over it. I'm just As I write down. down my next plot to kill that motherfucker. Like, <laughs> just got reminded that I hate that motherfucker. <laughs> like, <laughs> All right, so before uh, we are going to wrap up, we are going to wrap up. Uh, we have, like I said, we have to thank Floritza. And uh, let's say it one more time. One more time. You can find her mostly where her best content is, is simply M underscore floor. That stands for Floritza Gomez. You can catch her on YouTube. She has a fantastic page that gets the full skinny on all her freaking recipes and her yeah, man, she's on. She's down there cooking some good ass sasson, some good ass motherfucking shit. Say it with your chest. Say it with your chest. With your Frida Kahlo chest, azul, <laughs> casa azul. So, uh, yeah, man, you got to check her out again. Thank you for coming on to the show. I know you tried to kidnap Zoe Saldana. Tried to make it seem like she was from the Bronx. <laughs> You're great. You're from the Bronx. We we can stand that. But don't you ever try to steal Colombiana. Don't you ever do that. <laughs> Otherwise, we will have to edit you out of the show. (laughs) So you can catch us. You can catch Pokemon Stoner on PKMN Stoner on Instagram. You can catch if you want to go stalk his other shit. uh, He has a personal page. I'm sure if you like follow the breadcrumbs, go look in the little follow section. You see another. And you see another picture of him? Go follow him. Go follow him. <laughs> and you, can me, you can catch me and Stolman Sane. Or any, just type it in. You can catch me on Twitch. You can catch me in the FBI Most Wanted list. There's anywhere. You can you can catch me on the COVID. Actually, I took my antibody, and I actually have never had COVID. <laughs> Take that, motherfuckers. If anybody wants to eat my ass, I'm clean. I'm good to go. <laughs> <laughs> so... Twitter, keep up NY. Twitch, keep up NYC. Then we got uh, keep up NYC for Instagram. We got Patreon. Harry, we got to do something about that. Let's fucking get something on there. Um, Facebook, it, it could be even merch. It could be any types of shit. And we got to start like a GoFundMe too. We got to start that type of shit. Facebook is uh, keep up, shut up. Then, uh, yeah, if you want to catch John, one of our engineers, it's a John of all trades. Go check out his page, Sammy and John on YouTube. Uh, then, uh, yeah, that's it. That's it. Motherfuckers. <sighs> Great episode, guys. Great episode. So you better shut the fuck up. Listen up and keep up and don't fansplain. With Sylvan Sane, Pokemon Stoner, our very, very awesome guest, Floritza Gomez. One more time. At I simply am underscore floor. From the whole four, oh, the whole fifty crew. No, I'm joking. The whole thirty crew. <laughs> Over and out, homie. <laughs>